0: Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I am your host, Dean Zarbaugh. Today's show is sponsored by House of Helga. Are you a brewery looking for some vibrant, stunning artwork to slap on that freshly bottled or canned beer? Or maybe you're starting a brewery and need help coming up with a logo. If so, contact House of Helga for all your design needs. They've worked with Masthead, Streetside, and yours truly here at the Taproom Exclusive. You can check out Kyla's entire portfolio of incredible work at HouseOhelga.com. On today's show, I chat with Fathead's Brewery's Danny Young about their Goggle Fogger Hefeweizen. But first, a taste of what's going on in the craft beer world with this week's Tasting Glass, brought to you by Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. This year, Black Frog Brewery in Holland, Ohio, is sponsoring a family for Thanksgiving and Christmas. The father of the family they are sponsoring lost his leg in a workplace accident. For Thanksgiving, please consider donating gift cards from Meyer, Kroger, Walmart, Cracker Barrel, Bob Evans, and Boston Market so that the family can enjoy a good Thanksgiving dinner this year. The children love ravioli and Kraft mac and cheese. Laundry detergent along with high-protein dog food donations for the family's three dogs would also be helpful. Black Frog will have a Christmas tree set up at the brewery and you are invited to stop by the brewery to pick a name and an item to purchase for the children for Christmas. Those items are also listed on the December flyer on Black Frog Brewery's Facebook page. Please help Black Frog Brewery help a family in need this holiday season. Rick Arman from the Akron Beacon Journal and Ohio.com is reporting that three breweries have been given their state brewing permits. Those breweries are Galena Brewing, Brewdog Cincinnati, and Taft's Brewing Company in Columbus. For a full list of pending permits, check out Rick's article on BeaconJournal.com. And that's all for this week's Tasting Glass. My interview with downtown Danny Young from Fathead's Brewery in Middleburg Heights, Ohio, is up next. Welcome back to the Tap Room Exclusive. I am here at Fathead's Brewery in Middleburg Heights with Danny Young. We have moved on to something that's not an IPA that you guys do. Uh, a, one of my favorites, too, Goggle Fogger, Yeah, which is a lot of people's uh, favorite, Hefeweizen. Uh, talk a little bit about this beer. What? Uh, and and the profile on it, uh, yeah. On,
1: the, on this one, in comparison to like the the IPAs, it's delicious. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, definitely a crowd favorite. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I moved to a package this year is that I couldn't send goggle fogger in draft at a beer festival or an event without hearing ten times over that this beer needs to be in a bottle. Yeah. Well, it's now in a can. <laughs> um. And it's it's our it's our like you said it's our German style hefeweizen. So it's a very very traditional. Um, it's modeled after Weihenstephan's Heffi, uh, which Ooh. is the oldest oldest brewery in the world. Yeah. thus the uh, the oldest Hefeweizen. Um, they kind of they kind of set a precedent for the style, I think, um, especially stuff that you can get stateside. Um, and we wanted to reiterate that. and We wanted to do our own our, our own version of it. And uh, I mentioned before German styles. Matt's very very talented German and Belgian styles, and um, he really hit a home run with with goggle fogger so it's a 5.4 percent german hefey, nice and soft I don't, uh, The ibu's are low not it's not abrasive at all it's uh I, I tell people that it's it's what certain wheat beers maybe macro wheat beers i won't say any names yeah but blue moon um, <laughs> it's what blue moon's supposed to be right, right? or, or a, a more crafty version that's of that. generally how so I, I describe it yeah too. right no uh no disrespect to them right. obviously they make a uh, very a quantity and consistent product that we were talking about yeah. yeah but um so it's that style it's uh it's nice and soft pillowy um it's got a haze to it from the the yeast suspension that's in it it's got um uh, a lot of nice esters on it so uh, a lot of banana a little bit of clove um and a little bit uh it's phenolic in a, in a sense that um the yeast itself a heavy yeast has a little bit of spice on it but it's more crisp and clean um and refreshing i yeah. think is the best way to describe the beer um and very very approachable um my my mother, who was um, McUltra diehard, mm-hmm. I got her transitioning over nice. by drinking Goggle fogger. Yeah, so that's a nice transition. Yeah, and my dad, who's been you know old school logger guy yeah. forever, um, even like Molson stuff like that, um, he'll drink a Goggle fogger every nice. now and then. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely it's it's one of our most popular beers from our uh, from our regular drinkers. I'd say.
0: I think it's a nice gateway, like you were kind of in, uh, hitting at, is between. For, from macro to craft, yeah, definitely. It, it kind of it might bridge a that gap. A, yeah, yeah, it might it <laughs> might bridge that gap a little bit easier than like an IPA or 100%. something dark, like a stout yeah, or absolutely. something like that.
1: So, I was, it
0: was funny. Like I was, I was telling I was talking to a, a brewer and they were at a festival and they kept handing. Like these these people came up and they don't like they don't like beer. But they're like, yeah, I want to try yours. What's the closest What's thing th- you
1: have to a Bud
0: Light? Well, no, they and they were they were <laughs> they were women and they wanted so they assumed like here we'll give you this this blood orange oh, something okay. and, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. and they weren't really liking those and then the brewer's like here and gave them a porter. Interesting, and they loved it. Yeah, And he goes, what woman doesn't like chocolate?
1: Ah, and I was like, that's a, that's a smart
0: move. Because like Fair when plan. you f- when you figure like anybody is like throwing out like the the fruit or whatever, it's, it, there might be that hard that the, the uh, inability to kind of grasp them. But it was a smart move. But anyway, that was a, a weird side. Yeah, no, I definitely.
1: I think you're right. No, I, I think it is uh, definitely someone who, you know, isn't. They say they're not a beer person, or they mostly drink wine. I'm not going to give them a Hop Juju to yeah, start off. You know absolutely, know I mean? yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give them, a, you know, a Goggle fogger. I think it's a, it's a great, like you said, it's a great beer to to start or to introduce someone to more crafty side of things.
0: And I think, like you were mentioning, there's there's sort of people know that style a little bit more yeah. because of some macros that are yeah, out there. Absolutely. There's sort of that easier e- easier get yeah to, definitely to them to come over the simulants, right yeah, you can absolutely. you can
1: connect it it's not so scary if you can connect it to something that they know so yeah. and that's um, always what
0: i like to ask somebody when i first meet them is what do you like yeah to drink? right because then i gotta i gotta go off of what you like right. not what i like exactly because if i go off of what i like you're gonna probably get something that you might <laughs> not, you might not
1: <laughs> that'd be the exact opposite. Uh, and
0: that's not what my job is so right. i want to i want to get you what you want absolutely uh and you're talking a little bit about the 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 yeast suspension yeah. in this beer. It's an unfiltered beer. A lot of your guys' beers is unfiltered. Absolutely. Um and I saw a post on your guys' Facebook a little while ago kind of just mentioning the subject because I I don't know if there's been people who are curious about it and what it is, but yeah. it's when you see it being hazy like that, you get a little bit of of stuff in it. It's generally supposed to be there.
1: It is. Yeah. So like like you said uh the majority of our beer is unfiltered. I mean that it goes through certain clarifying agents, um, in order to get that, the beer to that, that crystal clear, but a beer like a, a beer, like goggle fogger, isn't supposed to be mm-hmm. clear. I've never heard of a clear wheat beer before, yeah. especially heavy. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's just it's all natural. We have gotten a little bit of pushback. Um, some of our other brands, uh, some of our IPAs and other brands that are in cans um, and even bottles, they'll get you know little floaties in there, and mm-hmm. it's it's very very simple. So there's four main ingredients in beer. You know the hops, the water, uh, the malt, mm-hmm. the grains, and then there's the yeast. The yeast being probably of the utmost important because that's what creates beer. Yeah. Um. So and with that, um, there's as the yeast develops. Um, and while it's, even while it's in its package, there's different proteins that build up and that's all they are. They're natural proteins. Um, I know there's a lot of like B complex and, um, niacin, which is actually great for you and, uh, riboflavin. Um, but they're actually, yeah, that's it, That's all it is. It's just, it's just yeast that is stuck in suspension in the liquid that we produce because we want to do it correctly. We want to do it, um, in a traditional aspect and when you do certain filtering agents especially early on in the in the in the beer's life um it can strip a lot of things from it so it can strip a lot of you know the color of the mouthfeel, you know your aroma your bitterness which if our ipas are we we want them to be at a certain ibu right. they damn well better be at that yeah. ibu so um that's all it is and it, it can be it can be off-putting to some people like you said um they see it and they see things floating in their beer and that can be a that can be i People can get misguided by that, mm. or they can think uh, they can go down. They can think down a path that isn't necessarily true. Um, it's just because our beer is brewed at such a high quality, and we're staying true um, to the practices of getting it to that quality, and that includes our beer being unfiltered. and That's basically all it is. Well,
0: I, I, what I really loved when I saw that post because I, I had to stop. I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw this big, huge post from you guys. And I was like, Oh no, what happened? <laughs> like, what beer got dumped? Right. Uh, and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> And so I, I had to stop. I was like, hopefully nothing bad happened. And and I was reading wh- everything, and I, and I was I appreciated more than anything the fact that you guys were willing to take the time to educate the consumer. Yeah. So that they could feel quote unquote safer drinking Obviously it. Obviously, it's it's safe to drink. Less off
1: put. Yeah,
0: off put um, by by what they were seeing and not knowing what it was, mm-hmm. and. and a lot of breweries might not do that
1: no they'll just leave it go like
0: oh yeah you're not meant to we just tea. heard
1: it out especially me um in the market or like having having different buyers such as yourself uh reach out to me to, to be enjoying something at home and uh be like there's a lot of floaties in here and it just a, just a quick yeah that's just the use, uh is all it takes to uh for them to be like oh okay and yeah. then continue on drinking it so we got, we got a little bit of that, um, social media, just on different, different avenues. People reached out to us asking about it. So, um, we thought it only fair just to let everybody know. And a, uh, like you said, an educated and well thought out way. And I thought our team did a real good job at that.
0: Absolutely. I applaud you guys. And so the. What makes this beer is your guys' open top fermentation. Yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit about. You guys are the only place in Ohio that has this, right? I believe.
1: So, uh, don't quote me on it, but I believe so. I haven't I, heard. of I any believe. Others.
0: I believe I was told that last time I was here. I don't quote me on it either. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know there's only a handful
1: of them on the uh, Eastern Seaboard. So, yeah. Um, yeah so it's uh, it's a Browcon system, which is the largest manufacturing distribu- uh, distributor of brewing equipment in the world. They're also out of Germany. Um, it's really cool. So most fermentation tanks, they look like a giant pill. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're they are exactly what they are. They're a giant, a giant tank. Um, with this one, the top is cut off. It's like having that tank. It's a little more. It's it's wider, so there's more surface area on top of the tank. Um, but it's it, exactly that. It's a fermentation tank without a uh, without a top on it, and uh, it, it really helps with those beers. So um, there's a couple advantages to it. Especially the room is uh especially being the room is a clean room, so it's mm-hmm. a sanitized room. You have to clean yourself uh, and your boots before you go in. Uh, the door has to stay closed, especially especially when there's an active beer in there. But that's just because the entire room essentially is helping to ferment this beer, right? Um, and with that, we can propagate our own yeast strain. Uh, and our heavy yeast is a delicate one and one that we have achieved a great deal of uh, profile with, and we want to maintain. So um, with that, you you. You maintain the, the healthiness and the livelihood of your yeast strain um, so that you can brew with it, obviously, more times um, in the future and maintain that uh, simulance from batch to batch. Uh, but then also it takes uh, some of the esters that I was talking about of Goggle Fogger, that banana, that clovey, mm. um, and it's like essentially the open top room it like turns those up to HD. So it makes everything much more bright and vibrant and uh, poppy where you'll, the beer really, the beer really develops on your, on your palate. You'll get, you know, you'll get a completely different profile up front as you will on the finish. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just because of the complexity of the way that we, we ferment it.
0: That's awesome. I, and I, I, last time I was here, we were kind of getting shown around, yeah. and obviously we can't go in there. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it, it's nice to see different styles being done, 100%, and yeah. it just shows the the knowledge and, and expertise that Matt yeah. has put into his work, and not only just for himself, but has taught you guys yeah, absolutely. to be able to do. And
1: that that says a lot. It is. So, and it's, like you said, a couple of the different styles that we have. We uh, In 2000, last year, we took... Uh, gold with Alpenglow oh, at nice. JBF. So um, that's our Weizen box. So again, a uh, Weizen is a, a prefix of uh, wheat in, uh, for, in the German language in Deutsch. Um, and that beer brewed in here. I remember we brewed it earlier, not too long ago, but uh, a couple, a couple. I think it was a month or so ago. And that beer was on draft, and that also came out of the open top fermentation. Oh, nice. And that beer, as spectacular as it was before, was just like a whole nother, a whole nother animal. And it is cool that again, that's. I've said it before, and I'm sure I'll say it again before this uh, these episodes are done. But uh, it's a it's a testament to the beer. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's everything we do is for the beer. We want to make world class beer, and we want to deliver it in the best way possible. And with that style, one of the best things you can do for you know a hefeweizen, or a Weizenbach or any of those um, any of those beers that. Go well with uh, or those yeasts that could use an open top fermentation room. Putting them in one of those is just—it's doing the beer a favor, which is then doing the consumer a favor.
0: Absolutely, and you see sometimes uh, I've heard of places. Like open top fermenting, like sours and stuff, like outside. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And like, cause then you want the stuff, everything from, yeah, from those, the are, those are
1: wilder spontaneous fermentations. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And it's nice to, see, it's kind of cool to see though, like how different those, those profiles, like you're doing it outside versus inside, it can actually right. differentiate. Oh, 100%. Like if you put the same beer in both of those oh. and put it wow, out. that would be
1: interesting. That would be so cool, yeah. in my opinion, to see. Yeah, cause you get how, one that was very funked out, yeah. very wild. Um, and then you get one that was very, Controlled and uh, and clean, so that might be a fun experiment. Yeah, right. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Matt Cole. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, you're not. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Matt's a Matt's we'll of the nicest We'll send it to him. Oh no, yeah, I'm he's great. He great. I, you know,
0: he's one of the nicest people in the world, and and has done. So much, you know. You you talked about Cleveland beer outside of Cleveland. Hundred percent. You mentioned some, you know, like, hey, you're from Cleveland, like yeah. Fatheads, yeah. You know, fat, and like people outside know Absolutely. that that was like the, one
1: of the first ones that they go to. So no, he's left a he's left an irreversible mark on the Cleveland beer scene. Absolutely, it's like
0: Pat, and Dan Conway, and you're right. Matt Matt Cole. There they <laughs> it's are. Like, those, are the, <laughs> those are the big three, the trifecta.
1: I'd say that's a good one.
0: Um, anything else you want to get out about Goggle that I might have missed? Uh, no, def- uh, what pairs well with it? I don't think we talked about that.
1: Uh, so. Yeah, a lot of your uh, a lot of your German stuff. will. obviously your schnitzels and your yeah. worst, and then uh, chicken paprikash. I know Ooh, I have yeah. a I have an account of mine that they have. That's their house.
0: Nice. Super
1: stew is uh, paprikash, and they also have gogglefogger on draft. So um, I paired that those two things together a that couple times good. like that. So yeah, just a lot of your traditional German stuff, but then also um, it's a, it's good like. Um, It's good, like, grilling out food. Like, if you Mm. and your friends are hanging out around a barbie and, uh, you know, throwing some shrimp on there, seafood's really nice with it because of the esters that uh, that accompany the beer. So, it's a very versatile beer, definitely, especially when it comes to food. So, um, yeah. And you see it, and it is
0: in cans, but... It's it's not a hundred percent year round. Is that right? Is it not sort yet. of kind of so does a little bit here and there.
1: We called it a super seasonal, okay, which means that it ran and it was available in distribution for uh, eight out of the twelve months a year. So three out of the four quarters. Um, not confirmed yet. I know that we're talking about making it uh, to be available all year round.
0: That'd be nice because yeah. I've been getting questions at work, and I, I I always caution them. I'm like, it it's sort of it's almost always available at the brewery. Right. But in packaging, it's kind of... It it packages uh,
1: the beginning of the month, every month. So just a rule of thumb for someone. When a new month comes, give it a week or two, and then you'll have some some new goggle fogger. Perfect.
0: Danny, thank you so much for your time. Tune in next week for the finale here at Fatheads.